0: Going, man. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hi, welcome to episode 5 for What It's Worth Coaching Podcast, two coaches' opinions on what matters most. I'm Coach Ty and I'm here with Coach Hines. And uh, I'm excited today, Kurt, because uh, this is episode 5, and I thought you brought up a great point right before we started recording. What, what was that point? It said, how to get our wives to make six figures so we can just do this all day. Now, I don't want to get off
1: topic here, but man, <laughs> if they would just step up their game and allow us just to coach and do podcasts. Right,
0: because this is a lot of fun. The world would be a lot better place. It would be a lot of At least place. our world. Our, yeah. <laughs> our own little computerized podcast world. But... Uh, <laughs> We just want to share also, uh, we're out there on Instagram. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, please do. Like us, share us with all your friends and family. Where can they find us? Uh, for what it's worth coaching. Right? Yes, no. sir. For what it's worth coaching on Instagram. Uh, like us, share us, and do whatever you want with us out there. Well, we well, <laughs> can only go so far. We anyway, might <laughs> edit that part out. we yeah. have to. Daniel, get on that, please. Daniel. So, uh, also, at the end of this podcast, we have a special message from GameStrat. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, Let's get to our next topic. You know, I'm also excited because, you know, your football season just came to an end. uh, Getting ramping up into your off-season workouts, where my season is getting started. And when the beginning of the season, when you're ramping up for your season, you're looking for the next varsity team. And those kids that are going for that, that team are vying for playing time. Yes, they and are. And what they're trying to do is give you a reason to get them start in front of everybody else. So this is what we came up with, five reasons to never complain about playing time once the season comes around.
1: And let's let's emphasize that word never. Five okay. reasons never, never to complain about playing time. Uh, no, number one on the list is complaining never makes you better. Never. And you know we kind of say that tongue-in-cheek, but it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think in the history of the world... There's ever been a time that a uh, young man, young woman, husband, wife, you name it, has complained about something, and that complaint itself has, has changed the situation or made them better. Right. You know? and, and I think people can dismiss that, but complaining is a waste of breath. It's a waste of time. It just it doesn't solve anything.
0: Right. I mean, we have plenty of uh, problem identifiers in the world right now. You know, we need yes. problem solvers. So if you're not getting that playing time that you think you should get, Ask your coach, hey, what can I do to, to be considered in that playing? And also, you know, helping out the team from that. You know, I'm going off on a different subject. But, but. no,
1: I, you, know, you bring up a good point. As far as the complaining and you know, making the team better, I often tell my assistant coaches, don't ever come to me with a problem, a complaint, whether it's about a player, about a play, about a blocking scheme, about a lift we're doing. Don't ever come to me complaining about something, without having the desire to help us find a solution. Because mm-hmm. everyone, like you said, the whole world you're complaining, you know, our experts are experts at complaining, right? You know, but but be prepared to sit down and take the time and invest the energy to come up with a solution. I had an assistant coach years ago. I won't mention his name. Back east, um, but man, he drove me insane every Friday night in the headsets. It was these kids don't know how to tackle. These kids don't want to be here. These kids. First of all, he was attacking the kids, right? His complaining was solving nothing in the game, and afterwards, aside away from any of the other coaches, I said, "Listen, I said that that that's just noise on the headset. It's you. We're not getting any better by just mm-hmm. saying that." And I told him, "I said if the kids don't know how to tackle, then we're not teaching them how to tackle. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to be here, then maybe we're not doing our job." So I said, "From now on, I don't. A, I don't want you to have a headset. <laughs> yeah, I actually took it away from him. But I said, if you ever get one back, make sure that anything you say over the headset is adding to fix a problem, not just complaining." Correct. Yeah. Um, so, complaining just just knock it off. Yeah, and complaining
0: doesn't get uh, doesn't get the excitement that you need for a game. You know, um, number two, team team players do what's best for the team, even if it means being the best backup you can be.
1: Yeah, you know, it's just I, I have to go back. The, the top of my mind once again is a young man we had this past year, one of our captains, and he was a an aspiring, I'll say, wide receiver. Uh, his freshman, sophomore, junior year, and he showed up to everything. He he showed up to every offseason workout. He gave his all. He was everything you'd want in a young man uh, as a player on and off the field, but he wasn't a wide receiver and never complained about it. But as a coach, I thought about, all right, well, here's a problem. We, we have a young man who's exactly what we're looking for, but he's not in the right position. We changed him this year to be an offensive guard for us, and uh man he he helped us win a lot of games because he wasn't a complainer. Mm-hmm. He went where the team needed him most and he just did his job. And on on that same line, we have we have and I know you've coached people like this as well, who will never be starters yep. for a particular program. Um, but they just show up, they do what's best for the team, and not only do they not they not complain to the to the coaches, you know they're not complaining at home. Mm-hmm. You know they're not complaining in the locker room, the weight room. They just get what it's all about. Definitely. You know that kind of reminds
0: me of a, a whole movie they made about a person who just wanted to be part of the team and make the team better. There was a kid uh, that wanted to go to Notre Dame. Yes, sir. Walked on to Notre Dame, and
1: I think uh, they actually carried him off the field at the end of the movie too. Was that Rudy? It, it wasn't. I, I have to. I have to give a shout out here to Scott Benjaminson. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone listening now across the nation the, the hundred thousand million people we have whatever it is so far um, have heard of Scott Benjaminson not really but he's my cousin mm-hmm. and uh, Jill uh, through marriage Jill's cousin actually he actually was in Rudy he, oh. he was Rudy's brother in that movie and uh, it's 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 a great movie but I mean, truly a great story Definitely. you know about someone that just paid their dues waited their time and more often than not, life does present itself with opportunities when you are that selfless team player. Definitely. And then uh, we'll go ahead right into it. Complaining, no one really wants to hear it, but hear it. No, you know, <laughs> I, I think this more and more. You know, sometimes, you know, when you, you hear, I tell the, foot, the the players I coach, you know, I, I wear sunglasses at most practices for two reasons. One, to protect my eyes. Two, sometimes you're going you to be watching a multiple times of, of players, and they don't know where you're looking, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're they're speaking with one another, and they, they don't know you're overhearing the conversation. But when someone's playing, complaining about playing time, even their best friends don't want to hear it mm-hmm. because they they realize that's not helping the team, that's not really making anyone better. When parents complain in the stands that the coach isn't playing this player or that player, more often than not, they're irrelevant. They're, they're oblivious to the fact that. The, the young man that's starting over their son their family's probably sitting just behind them or just in front of them yep. no one really wants to hear it um, and it, it's just it's white noise it's noise that does not improve the silence
0: definitely you know and I, and I had a, uh, my son played high school baseball and stuff and he was never a starter until his senior year but the reality is it's like you're not doing your son any favors complaining all you're going to do is teach him how to complain why don't you teach them how to earn the spot You know uh, Complaining you, you rather get on the field Not by complaining You want to get get on the field Because you earned that spot And then you legitimately Beat somebody out And it's not just about The sport itself It's about life period You know You go out to those job interviews And you didn't get that job But someone else did
1: But you still keep trying Because you're going to get that job Because you earned it Yeah I'm, I'm glad you mentioned The job thing Because could you imagine I've, I've applied for many jobs In my life And I've been blessed To get most of them But not all of them you know, and later on in life, without getting too uh, philosophical, you realize why certain doors weren't open so mm-hmm. you can go down a different path. But uh, could you imagine having your mom or dad as a, as a grown man call that employer mm. and say, hey, you know, but Kurt showed up yeah. just like everyone else. Well, he wanted it really, really bad. Definitely. And, he's just, and that, that's not real life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as you and I have mentioned countless times, and we'll continue to, our one of our main goals as coaches is to help the young men we coach become better citizens, better husbands and fathers. And when they face trials in life, as we all do, to realize that not only will complaining not solve that problem, no one wants to hear about it, but it, it's just it's, it's a waste of breath. Right. you know. So I, I, I would never have my parent call up an employer and say, man, he really wanted it. And that, right. that employer, they even took the call in the first place. It'd be <laughs> laughable. And it, I guarantee I'd never get an interview there again.
0: Oh, definitely. Especially if... Uh... They know people in that
1: field already. They may call on. hey, do you get this This guy yeah. interviews for you? Crazy. You know, his mom called me. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's sad because I, I can only imagine. I don't remember which college coach it was, but I saw something on Twitter a while ago that said part of the recruiting process for colleges now is not just interviewing the young men and talking to their coaches, but interviewing the parents in some ways. Oh, really? And the, the conversation was talking about the importance of realizing The parents play a huge part in whether or not that young man is going to pay their dues Mm -hmm. and be that backup or be that scout player. And realizing that it really does take a village to get these young men to understand the importance of fighting for that playing time. And when it doesn't happen in their time frame, to continue to fight Mm -hmm. for it, not just throw in the towel. You know, you can look into the professional uh,
0: field too. Um, When you're looking at the... I, you know, it, it pains me to say this word out loud. In the New England Patriots, um, they're a great team. Tom Brady is a great quarterback, but the way they run that organization, that that next man up, and that's what everyone needs to be ready. You could be that backup, but you you never know what's going to happen during the season. Especially in high school, they can get injured. Grades come out halfway through, and, it, and I know it, it. pains me as a coach when you when you're better players. Uh, coach, uh, my grades are bad and, and stuff. And when you know you could done something about it. But as a coach, you got to be able to trust the backup. And when I say that, is like the backup's got to be able to be there at every practice, know the game plan, know that they're ready. They may not be as good or be as ready as the person who's been starting, but they need to be able to fill in in that spot at a moment's notice.
1: Yeah, very well said. Number four on the list is... Yeah, you know, and, and I'm I'm taking a artistic license here with the percentages and the numbers, but 99.9 percent of the time, playing time is up to you. Now, the naysayers will say, and I, and I get this a lot. People will comment on different things I put out there on different social media platforms. Well, what about the coach that plays favorites, or the coach whose sons the quarterback, or the the coach who this, or the family that has a lot of money? So, I get that. That happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's I'm not. We're not putting our head in the sand and, and turning a blind eye to it. That being said, that's such a small percentage of the time, 99.9% of the time, playing time is up to you. I've had parents before say, well, you know, if little Johnny doesn't get in, how can he show what he's capable of? And that just sets me over the edge <laughs> yes. because little Johnny has every single practice, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to compete, mm-hmm. to get himself into a drill, to step up, and that's his opportunity to compete. Right. And you mentioned, you know, baseball is just starting to gear up now for for our Football program. We're just beginning tomorrow our off-season weight training, and every time a young man steps into the weight room, that's their chance to compete. Mm-hmm. Every time they step into the classroom, and I mean this wholeheartedly, and they're respectful to their teacher, and I get an email from a teacher for a positive thing, seeing a change in a young man or something, that's their chance to compete. Every time you know that there's a party in town, and you hear their list, and you cringe, thinking about who was busted at the party and <laughs> you find out there were no baseball players at this party right. or football players chances to compete are all around and it's not just on a Friday night or one of the baseball games are it's, it's in the countless hours be- beforehand when the stands aren't filled when the weight room's open to everyone who's showing up who's stepping up to compete when no one's around and realize too your parents aren't at uh, the practices every day like
0: your head coach or the assistant coaches that are there, so they actually see how you are practicing, getting ready, preparing yourself for the game. Uh, I know there's a you know as a as a coach period, you're part of the community like we've talked to about before. But you know you run the Home Depot. Guess who you're running into? One of the parents, and of yes. course they're going to sit there and they're going to you know say how are you doing, coach, and then you know pleasantries turn into complaining. And they're like, well, I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And they're like, hey, I'm just here to pick up a, a push broom. You know, I don't need to. You know, but the reality is, is like sometimes as a head coach too, is like some. an Eric, you got to be ready, ready for, uh, ready for that.
1: Uh. <laughs> I just want to let you know, coach is messing with the computer right now and screwed me up. <laughs> That's, that's true. We'll, we'll keep that in there too. Yeah. I was scrolling up to the next list as Coach Ty was talking, and uh, the recording looked like it did, did a little. Yeah, thought we stopped recording there for a second. Please, that's something. funny.
0: But uh, you know, it's like you got to be ready too, because sometimes you know the truth hurts. You know, and I know uh, there's been a couple times when I've talked to parents, and and I know their kid at practice is five minutes late. It's the slowest one out there to get ready. The last one to get changed. Uh, Stands around and talks to their friends when we're trying to get home to our families, and they're not helping cleaning up. You know, part of that too. Coaches do watch. You may have sixty guys out there or sixty women out there uh, in an uh, in off season, but you're watching, and the coach does know who you are when you're not helping out.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we also, I'm sorry, we, it's okay. we we also tell our guys, you know, everything they do is an evaluation. Definitely. How they walk into a room, how they, you know, I, I don't want to see a young young man. You know, with a firm handshake and a smile on his face, greeting a, a college recruit or a recruiter rather, and but walk by a custodian with a different mentality. Absolutely, and you, everything they do is an evaluation. Right. So we talked about the top four. huh. You and I just before we started this podcast kind of added a fifth one. Do you want yeah. to? Yeah. So
0: uh, one of Coach Hines' uh, Instagram and slash tweet. Uh, I just came across it right before we started doing this, but. It's about mental toughness, and I'm going to read the tweet. It's, uh, mental toughness is not something you're born with. We're born with. It's a skill we develop and strengthen every time we face trials and decide to be victors instead of victims. When I read that, Coach, right before we started this podcast, I thought this is a great way to wrap the top four together. Now, if you could go ahead and, you know, why why'd you tweet that and, you know, how's it? Tie in with everything.
1: Yeah, just to, to elaborate, actually, I'll start off by saying my feelings are hurt. You said you just saw that tweet now, and I, I thought you had me on notification. I thought whenever I tweeted, man, I could sent you a little. I guess now you find out who your true friends are. <laughs> um, Sorry. For, for me, you know, mental toughness is is it's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 the intangibles. You know, I, one of or two of my assistant coaches back in New Hampshire were also track coaches and they said that one of the things they love about coaching track was you get so few compa- complaints, if any, from parents because it's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. It's a, this child's faster than this one. Yeah. This guy runs a faster time, and that's why he's starting. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's very little questioning that, that can be added into the factor. For football, for baseball, for basketball, for wrestling, for hockey, for so many other sports, it's so much more than just the physical attributes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll see the largest player in football on the sidelines and someone that doesn't know the game or understand the dynamics of that particular team might think, wow, why is that stud not in the field? And maybe he's just a gentle giant and doesn't have that edge yet. Right. Maybe he is the best and strongest player on the team, but he's not academically eligible. There's so much that we don't know about it. So for me, the mental toughness is its paramount over anything else. You mentioned, we keep on joking back and forth about the Patriots, but Tom Brady... Yeah. If, if you lined him up and the, everyone in sports has seen the pictures of him on the uh, the pro day when he when he was going through and, and they were measuring everything they could measure his height his weight his 40yard dash his vertical you know his bench press he wasn't impressing anyone you know and he was told by all the experts that he was never going to make it but it's it's the intangibles that have set him apart that mental toughness that have propelled him to greatness and I really do think, you know, as you mentioned, to wrap this all up, we have ch- two choices in life. We're going to be victors or victims. When an adversity strikes us, when we get punched in the face, we're either going to go soft, complain, and blame others, or we're going to face the challenge head on and learn about ourselves, learn about our teammates, learn about our coaches, and keep fighting. So the mental toughness for me is that's the the difference maker. That's the one that says, all right, is this young man, young woman. Uh, that we're coaching, is this person we're coaching with or we ourselves going to face trials head on and be victorious through them because we're not going to give up and complain or are we going to be uh, the opposite of that and just choose to be victims? I I think most in life uh, choose to be whatever they are. Mm -hmm. The most successful people are successful because of choices they've made. Most, unfortunately, not all, but most uh, addicts, or homeless people and of course I I do want to say especially with yesterday being Veterans Day there are people that suffer from PTSD and it's out of their control and I'm not I'm not going down that road I I truly believe that but I think most people um, live the lives that we choose to live Agreed 100%
0: anything I had to add wouldn't uh, give you justice right there that was uh, great um I think that's... Uh, we'll go and wrap it up. It's almost 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we appreciate yeah.
1: you guys listening once again as we grow this empire. Empire, empire. yes. Now, as, we, as we grow this podcast. World domination of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we get into uh, episode 20 and beyond, we'll, we'll tell the truth on how this podcast all got started. Yeah, we'll see how it's and, going. And where we were. But uh, it's just a passion for Coach and I. And... Uh, if you, if you get anything out of these podcasts, if you just do us a favor and share it with someone that you know loves the game that they coach, we'd really
0: appreciate it. And we appreciate you all listening to us. And uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram. And we have a little message from GameStrat after uh, the, 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 the music. So that's episode five for what it's worth coaching podcasts from me, Coach Ty, and Coach Hines. It's two coaches' opinions
1: of what matters most. Take it what it's worth. Stay strong.
0: For what it's worth, Coaching Podcast is brought to you by GameStrat. No more waiting for clips to load or having devices disconnect. GameStrat delivers videos instantly to devices and maintains a strong connection the entire time of your game. Coach Hides has been using this this whole time with Coronado, and we're wondering how, how it uh, help out your game
1: and coaching strategies during the game. Coach. All i am going to say is, coaches, if you're not using GameStrat, you're missing out. It is the latest cutting-edge uh, technology where no longer do we have to wait till Saturday mornings during film session to break down and correct the mistakes we're making in live time. We have the opportunity within seconds to get the play that we just ran on the iPad right in front of us, in front of our players, to show them how we can correct it and continue to move forward in the game. It's like making halftime game adjustments during the game. It's game changing. We uh also get to give them a shout out for their their customer service. They are top notch whenever we reach out to them, they get to us right away, fix any issues we may be having, and uh help us get back on track. It's uh it's something you I wouldn't want to coach again without.
0: Cool, that's great to hear and thanks again Came Strap for helping us out. We'll talk to you later. Bye.